Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Inflow Podcast. I'm your host, Ani B. This is Nadine. And today we are going to go over the three main lessons that we each learned in 2022 that has changed our lives and that we will continue to carry into 2023. So we sat down with our notebooks and we really thought to ourselves what lessons were learned this year, this last year, and, you know, how have they changed my life? Because sometimes we don't realize how much we've grown when we're looking so forward in the future. So sometimes it's really therapeutic and really good for the mind, body, and soul to look backwards for just a moment and just give yourself a little pat on the back for all that you've done. So first off, happy new year, you guys. Happy Happy 2023. It's going to be a year of abundance and blessings for all of us. And I'm so excited to have this community that we're building here and to keep it growing over the year. So we're going to hop right into it, Nadine. What, in your opinion, was the most valuable one? Like if you had to pick one of three, Okay. What's your favorite lesson? It was really hard for me to write down just three. I think I definitely wrote down like 15 or 16 because <laughs> this year was a more of a slap in the face in the best way possible. Mm, um, I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would like to say that the beginning of my 2022 was very rocky at first. It was very difficult. Um, the beginning of my 2022, my father had passed away this year. Um, I had gotten out of a a relationship this year and I moved back to my mom's this year. So (laughs) those were three big moments in my life that kind of actually started my my growth process. I mean, I feel like I've been really spiritual before and, you know, I was really paying attention and being really aware before. But it wasn't until this year where it really decided that it was going to break me the fuck down. Yeah. Um, But I would say that my number one lesson this year would be that if I am unhappy with my life or I have unhappiness within me and I may not be feeling good inside it literally has nothing to do with anyone else except for me I am completely responsible for my own create my own creation of life and what I want from it. I, I can't expect any nobody's gonna come and save it. Nobody's gonna come and save you. No one's gonna make any, someone's not gonna walk into your life and make it immediately better. There's yeah. no job opportunity that's just gonna be handed to you. It's literally completely a choice within yourself to say, hey, things are not going the way that I really would like them to go right now. Yeah. And I was able to finally realize that things weren't happening the way I wanted them to. Um, when I was confused about my own reactions 
You know, I would start to notice that most of the time, the way that I was reacting to situations or, or what I would call obstacles or failures in my life were not who I was. And I was completely confused. And for a really long time, it took me a, a really long time to realize that it's because I was so unhappy and I was blaming mm -hmm. everything else other than myself. And that's mm -hmm. why it took me so long to finally circle back and realize, oh, okay, it's me. Cool. <laughs> that's so sick. Yeah. I love that about myself. Um, but yeah, in, um, I would say that's one of my biggest lessons. Uh, a little life example, if I want to put that in there, is um, I feel like I had a lot of expectations in a partner that I was in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. um, and I so badly wanted things from this partner. And I thought that asking them for things or having a new job opportunity or, or making it my, my way to a managerial status in a company that didn't give a shit about me like that was the highest I felt like I could possibly go and because I knew deep down that that wasn't really the truth and that I was limiting myself and so that was the reality that I was that I was building for myself I was giving myself nothing because I don't know I guess that's what, should, what was just all around me and so mm -hmm. I felt like that was that was it so I was living a stabilized bare minimum life and expecting too much from people around me and realizing that there were really, really deep, dark truths in my body and in my soul that I had not taken care of and I had not dealt with. And my father passing away definitely opened up a lot of wounds that I had forgotten about, especially with having to take care of him through his alcoholism when I was younger. And having him finally pass away was a big eye opener that, you know, we are way more in control of what happens to us than we think. Yeah. Yeah, I I learned a similar lesson when my father passed away a few years ago. And it's crazy because Nadine and I have very similar, like, monumental events that happened to both of us, mm -hmm. which is so bizarre. But, like, I also lost my father to the same reason that Nadine lost her father, alcoholism, and what that over time did to their bodies and, and their minds and their souls. So... Yeah, that's a that's a tough lesson to learn. So I'm happy that you learned that one this year. Um, yeah, and, and we are fully in control of, of our actions. And I think that sometimes, and I know that you can relate to this, it's painful when you watch somebody that you love not do what they should be doing or not realizing how in control they are because it, it pains you to know the truth, to know the truth and to know that if they just knew a little bit more about themselves, they would be able to control this. But at the end of the day, there's also a point where you have to detach from people and detach from, you know, other people's decisions and just know that you tried your best. You can give people the tools, but it's up to them if they're going to use them and actually like build something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Learning to not be the enabler in, in anyone's life is probably mm -hmm. one of the biggest lessons because most of the time it's actually feeding your own ego. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it hurts to say that because you're genuinely doing it out of love. You want to help these people because you love them. But yeah. um, a part of me almost felt like, well, this person needs me and I'm needed. Mm -hmm. And it fed that. And because I kept feeding that sense of allowing someone to need me so much, I was enabling the whole situation, not mm -hmm. knowing that it was probably best if I had just let go. And that yeah. goes in with relationship with my father, probably relationships that I've had in the past with, you know, more romantic relationships. 
mm-hmm. yeah, just learning to kind of let go. And, and it wasn't until I decided to officially let go was three weeks later that my dad had passed away. So that was really hard for me. But, you know, yeah. I'm realizing now that life just happens and things happen and, you know, you have to make with what's due. So. Yeah, definitely taught me a lot. What about you, Ani? What do you got? What's your number one? Starting off strong with I am my soul. This was a huge theme in my year of 2022. I am my soul today or not today. This year I had a lot of shifts. I had moved out into my first apartment. I had moved back into my mom's house this year as well in transition from us going eventually to Bali or Italy or wherever we decide to go. Um, I got out of a relationship that was really important and then back into that relationship. And I had a lot of transitions. I had a lot of new experiences that I have not had in a really long time or ever. And, you know, for me, when I had my own apartment, and I know that a lot of you guys who have your own place can understand this feeling, but when you have your own apartment and you are in control of the energy that lives in that place, in that environment, it becomes a very, very powerful thing for your character and for your energy. So being in my own space and having people come to my space, I always felt that sense of control over my energy and over the energy of the environment. Now I'm learning that now that I'm not living in my own space anymore, something that I really struggled with is feeling like myself, even though I'm not in my own cultivated energetic bubble like I used to be. And reminding myself that I am my soul, like who I am and who I identify as, it is literally all inside of me. It has nothing to do with my environment. I have the power to be in total, complete connection with myself from anywhere. And that has been a really difficult lesson for me to learn because like if you have your own place or whether you live at home or wherever your environment holds, it can be really difficult when you are surrounded by two, three, four more different energies. And sometimes they're lower vibrational energy. Sometimes we have parents or siblings that vibrate lower than us or, you know, maybe your work environments like that. But what I'm learning and what I've learned is that we are in control of our energetic field, our energetic bubble, and we have the ability to keep that intact no matter who's around, no matter what's around, no matter what stressors happen. And so, yeah, that is a big, big thing that came up for me this year. And I'm still struggling with it. But every single day, I'm trying to tap back into my power and remember that who I am what my purpose is, is to love. I was put on this earth just like you, just like you, to love others. Like that is what we're here to do. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to remember that life is more than just closing a deal. Life is more than just filming a podcast episode and posting a TikTok. Life is about love. (sighs) So I guess maybe I could name this theme, life is about love or whatever, but that whole thing in itself is something that was really big for me this year mm-hmm. yeah and and also like learning how to protect your energy and all those tools that you figured out along the way were actually mm-hmm. really helpful as well mm-hmm. you know knowing what you need yeah knowing what's required to make sure that you have a good day all of that was yeah. stemmed from not having an environment that you were able to just feel fully situated in yeah and it definitely i'm learning that 
there is beauty in every moment as well. Like I wake up and despite how I feel, despite what my environment does to me, I feel so much gratitude for what I have. Even when I'm complaining about it to Nadine and I'm like, I'm just like so frustrated about so many different things. I always, there's always like, but I'm so grateful. And I know that this is for a reason. And I know that the universe is teaching me this lesson. Like I always find the the golden egg in every situation. I try my very best. And so, uh, yeah, it can be a lot. But remember, if you're going through something like that, if you're in an environment, if you're in an environment that is unfavorable, (laughs) just remember that you are not your environment and you have the ability to cultivate your own energy and keep that protected at all times. So, oh my God. I feel like I'm going to cry. <laughs> I feel like tears are going to come out at some point That's in this fine. episode. I mean, actually, you know what? I, it's, it sounds like it's a, it's kind of a heavy one. You yeah. know, I, 2022 is not easy on us. But uh, you know what I do? I do feel like although 2022 wasn't easy, I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah, I it mean, was I, important. I reunited with my best friend again. I mean, mm-hmm. me and Anika have been best friends since we've been in middle school, but it wasn't until this year where we decided to kind of rekindle our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, we've grown so much through each other. And I, yeah. I realized how much more capable I am of communicating with another human being that was willing to put in the other 50% that it takes to be in a relationship with someone, whether it's professional or a friendship or romantic relationship. It's always a 50-50 thing. Yeah, it's got to be two people giving in the same effort. Uh, wow. I feel like already that was so therapeutic and that was just the first ones. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's get into your second one. Our what ex. is your number two? My ex might be like, oh, really? But, okay, so. <laughs> okay, so I'll be sipping my cup. <laughs> if, if he saw that, I mean, maybe he's not. He probably doesn't give a shit. But what I would say is that in my past relationship, just recently that I got out of this year, it definitely taught me that... If there are things in somebody that I would really, really like to change, that's my fault. And I should really probably take a look inwards and figure out what the fuck I need to change about myself Mm. that's going to make me feel happier in this moment. And not necessarily rely on somebody else's behaviors or what they're doing affect me in any way. Because truly, I genuinely think that people monkey see monkey do and if you want things to change and you start acting accordingly most of the time people will kind of follow your lead your energy is is actually more um expansive when you're in a place of you know inspiring others versus bringing somebody down for something that they're not capable of doing just yet or don't want to do you can't force things onto somebody it doesn't make you a better person for trying to make somebody else better it makes you a nightmare Hmm. don't do that also too do you remember in the uh, the Four Agreements? Remember the love book? Okay, the Four Agreements, the second no- it's, it's novel. Called, uh, the Mastery of the Love. The Mastery of Love, that one. Do you remember how he says that you can't make a dog a cat? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So to add to what you're saying, like, yes, look inward, but also, too, if you're with a partner that doesn't have the qualities that you're looking for or doesn't do the things that you want them to do, you're just not with the right person. Yeah. I mean, you have to love what you pick that you wanted to love. Mm-hmm. You can't be mad that your dog isn't acting like a cat. Exactly. When you picked a dog. If you wanted a cat, you probably should have bought the cat. Exactly. <laughs> so remember that too. Yeah. That it's, yes, it's so important to take responsibility and look inward for our actions and our our part in, in relationships, especially when they weren't like 
the best relationships and we can see where we could have done better. But, you know, also patting yourself on the back because you went through a lot and yeah, you know, <laughs> like I, we're, well, we're going to keep it nice, but yeah. I, but so did that person. Everyone yeah, goes through a lot, right. You know, yeah. but also keeping that in mind that you're very strong for everything that Thank you, you went through, you know, you're the sweetest. So you mentioned that in a relationship or in your relationship, you learned that letting go of trying to control that person Mm -hmm. or trying to create them into something else or steer them in a direction, letting go of that feeling, that need to do that and letting things flow the way that they should is a way to really get a relationship back on course and motivate your partner to do better. And that has been an occurrence in my life, in my own relationship, detaching from this motherly figure or this like this feeling, this need to want to be in control of my partner and feeling like they need to be doing exactly what I'm doing at the exact same moment. And not to say that that's not important, because now that I'm older and I sat down with myself, I created pillars for my relationship that are non-negotiable things. And I think for me in my relationship currently is my boyfriend and I, we started dating when I was 17 and I'm 22 now. So it's been a long time. That's so cute. So I was a kid and I was very different back then. When I was 17, I was very insecure. I had terrible anxiety. I did not love myself at all. Mm -hmm. And so the standards that I had at that time were very different than what I have now. So I've been struggling with my relationship because I've been feeling like I want, I wish that my partner had these values or these specific things that he never knew he, he never knew that were important to me. Right. Cause I just developed these in the last year or so. Like as I become more mature and more in tune with my energy, I realize I want my partner to be in tune with his energy and to start caring more about his spiritual and emotional growth as well. And so on and so forth. So something that I'm learning, uh, is one set expectations and or boundaries to your relationships Mm -hmm. so I had this conversation with him and instead of getting upset about things or not knowing why I'm upset I really sat with myself looked inward figured out why am I upset what do I feel like is missing here and I realized that I require three things in a partner okay and I'll share them with you because I'm sure that you'll want these want three things as well. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Let me listen. <laughs> so, so thing number one is I require my partner to be driven towards something. I want to be with somebody who has a goal, a goal or goals and is working for that. I want to mm-hmm. see somebody who motivates me just by watching them go after what they want. Mm-hmm. That's a non-negotiable for me now. Okay. Number two is I require my partner to be in some way bettering themselves every day, whether that's spiritually, mentally, emotionally, all of the above, physically, I require that my partner cares about themselves and, and wants to know like what their purpose is and dive deeper into mindfulness and consciousness. I cannot at this point in my life, I don't think I can have quality friendships slash relationships with people who don't see the same value in consciousness and a mindful lifestyle that like how I do, mm-hmm. right? So how can I be with somebody romantically, which is the most important type of relationship, 
if they're not going to meet, like if we're not going to be on the same page with that, Mm -hmm. such a big thing. And then the third thing is to have a deeper, intimate connection that goes beyond just sex and beyond just like regular intimacy. Like I want to have a relationship where like our souls connect. Does that make sense? Yeah, 1000%. I don't think I, I know exactly what that would look like i think it's more just a feeling of mm-hmm. complete trust and vulnerability mm-hmm. and expansion and expansion and allowing each other to be undeniably themselves mm-hmm. so that way we can f- kind of feel that like almost like acceptance but not mm-hmm. from another person but from ourselves because we're mirroring what we want right right, right. And so we're allowing this person to show us who we are and mm. to build from that Yes, 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 yes. So important. So zoom in on my eyes so they know I was serious. <laughs> I was serious. <laughs> and um to so the big lesson that I got from that was let go and let flow. And that carries on into my professional life as well and with my friendships. Just stop trying to control everything. You fucking control freak. Like, <laughs> yeah. just chill. I, I didn't say I didn't say Like, it. I am such a control freak you with know everything. There's a balance. And you know what? There's a lot to you that just is able to knock shit out and get shit done. And, you know, yeah, you're, you're, right. you're you found a balance. I definitely would yeah. see that. From I feel like I'm doing better. Yeah, you are. It. For sure. Yeah. Before, it was like... If things were not going according to my plan, things were not going well for anyone. (laughs) Yeah. And then I, and then I learned this year, the importance of flow. And I remember when we started hanging out again and spending time together, like you were like, okay, so what's the plan? And I used to be like, I don't know. Like, let's just flow it out. Do you remember? And you'd be Mm -hmm. like, dude, what? is going on yeah and you speak and I remember that that was like a thing and you you made me aware of that I hadn't even realized that I was getting better that I was like actually starting to be more relaxed in my (laughs) life and letting you know just things happen for me and Nadine pointed it out a long time ago in 2022 I think like middle of it or something um yeah and you were like dude you you're really good at just like flowing yeah just just dropping it yeah and so I I'm still working on it because every day is a different day, but I feel like that's a big thing that I learned this year. Yeah, there are working days and then there are receiving days. And mm-hmm. then if you can find time within your day to constantly allow yourself to receive, then you're already one upping, you know? Yeah. You're doing the best you yes. can. Yes, 100%. Put your fucking hands up in the air when shit goes wrong. Put your hands in like, the air. <laughs> the amount of times me and Annika will look at each other from the other side of their, our work office and we'll, something bad will happen and I'll just be. Literally That's within, within a week later, we get some news that just keeps us going. That's a together lesson right there. Mm-hmm. Something that we learned in 2022, putting our hands up in the motherfucking air. Okay. Put your hands in the air like you just don't motherfucking care. Okay. When things are not working out for you or you feel like you're getting too focused on the details, just remind yourself to put your hands in the air and let the universe do what it needs to do for you because it is always working in your favor. It wants you to win. It wants you to win. Everyone wants you to win. The world, well... There's going to be some haters, but they're, they're there for a reason. Yes, but your higher self, your source energy wants you to win. So yeah. you will, if you believe that you, that you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Nadine, All third right. lesson. Number three. This Number is good. Three. I, have, I like, like this. I'm having a good time. Sorry if you hear sniffles. I'm I've been sick all week, but I'm getting better. But I just realized that I'm sniffling in the mic, so that probably doesn't sound very good. There are no 
amount of gifts, amount of money, amount of car rides, amount of inconveniences that I can put on myself or give to somebody else that's going to make them love me anymore. Mm. <laughs> wow. Wow. No, seriously. Mm-hmm. That's a big one for me. I am a capital one A-list perfect persona people pleaser. Mm. Yeah. And figuring that out in 2022 was really cool because we left that shit there. Yeah. And it's not to say that I struggle with it constantly. I find myself in moments where, like, I know that a a situation is tense or there's something that, like, is not happening in the way where my body feels. Like, I can immediately feel, Annika does the same thing, where we immediately feel, I'm like, okay, something's not cool here and there's nothing I can do about it. But instead of communicating my needs or communicating to somebody else, I will try to overlap it with, oh, well, um, how, how about if I buy you this? And how about if, you know, would it be cool if I drove us here, if we went here? And I immediately go into like, let's fix this mode. Mm-hmm. And I take on a lot of responsibility. Nobody asked me to do that. Nobody wants me to do that. I think I just do that because that's my way of like sweeping things under the rug mm. and um, avoiding confrontation because I want to please everybody. I'm not somebody who's confrontational. I'm not somebody who's going to get in your way. I'm not somebody who's going to tell you that I don't like something. That's so fucking stupid. Don't do that ever. <laughs> don't ever do that. Yeah. Speak up for what you want. Tell people when things are not going the way that you want them to. Make sure that you, you know... Explain your needs. It's worth it. You can't go through life pretending like you like something when you don't. You can't go through life um, expecting and accepting bullshit from people. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you got to find your self-worth and know know that, you know, you're worthy to speak up and it's okay to. Mm -hmm. And to communicate. Yeah. You know, communicating in every relationship in your life, even just with yourself, like just like facing the shit that's not pretty. Because things are not going to be pretty sometimes. Sometimes you have to have hard conversations. Sometimes you have to, you know, do the shadow work and face what you don't want to face. But, like, you have to. And the sooner that you do it, the sooner that it actually gets resolved. Like, when you talk about something uncomfortable or you do something uncomfortable, that uncomfort only lasts a small, minuscule amount of time. Mm -hmm. Versus when it's ignored it doesn't go away. It (laughs) might get better and it might lessen, but it's always going to be there. And the issue is that like when things are built up and you don't communicate when things upset you or you don't speak about things that are uncomfortable, like I said, they, they stay there. And then over time, you keep collecting little things that bug you that you don't speak about and you don't. And then one day you look and you're just like, wow, there's like this whole mountain of things that like really upset me that I never spoke on. And now I have these feelings towards whoever. And I had my own experience with that this year. I lost uh, one of my friends who at the time was my best friend. And it was a really hard thing for me. (laughs) Well, now thank God for you. But like this relationship showed me that having a best friend is so different than what I thought it was Mm. because I was very close with this person, very close with them. And I loved them so much. I still do. I always will. But we didn't communicate that me the way that me and Nadine do. Mm. We didn't lift each other up at the level that me and Nadine do and, and really like live their dreams for them the way that we do. Right. Mm. Now that I'm more mature and I've reflected on that situation, I realized that it was a lack of communication and small things like 
me and you have small things that irritate us about each other <laughs> on a daily basis, but we'll say it. We, we're like, hey, I didn't like when you do that. Or like, you know, this made me feel this way. And because yeah. we speak about them when they happen, mm-hmm. we actually release them. That's literally one of my lessons that I, that I learned too, is that genuinely saying when things piss you off right off the bat, mm-hmm. almost immediately, it's just such a lifesaver. Yeah, because, it is. Because trying to go back in time and be like, okay, so then give me an example of when I did this to you. And you're mm-hmm. like... Yeah. Well, I don't know what you mean by that, but I just know I'm mad. Like, that's yeah. not going to suffice. You have to go yes. ahead and let them know what's what's. And the madness happen. builds, and then it gets stronger and stronger and more powerful over mm-hmm. time. So just, like, nip it in the bud and, and be honest with your friends and your relationships about what's bugging you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and then I realized also a big lesson from that friendship loss was that I actually – I'm not a bad friend. I'm a great friend and I have so much love in my heart and I share that with everybody. Anyone who really knows me knows that I love them and I share that love. But what was happening here was my love languages are different than sometimes other people. And that's okay. Everyone has their own way of sending and receiving love. And I think that our love languages were different and she just associated that with me being me not loving her as much or me not being as good of a friend. Does that make sense? Because I wouldn't do the exact same things that she would do for me, but I showed my love in different ways. And so that's why I was so confused, but I understand now that it's okay when people leave your life and it's okay when, you know, relationships don't work out, um, let go and let flow. The universe always has a plan for you and just trust in it. Just trust trust in it. What? Trust me, daddy. (laughs) One last final little thing, little sprinkle, extra credit. On the donut. Little, uh, how do you call that? A little bonus lesson that we learned or that I learned was um, comfort is the enemy of growth. Mm. Comfort is the enemy of growth. You know what? One thing I'm really proud of myself for doing this year is I felt so excited to do things that made me uncomfortable this year. Mm -hmm. I felt so excited about it. Things that scared the lesson. shit out of me, yeah. I like really wanted to do them. And that's not in every aspect of my life, but in big things, which was so insane, like me like bringing up the idea of moving somewhere else or me like considering yeah. ending a lifelong comfortable relationship because it wasn't meeting my needs and expectations. Like I was so willing this year to make big drastic change and be really uncomfortable and really uncertain because I knew in my heart what was going to be best for me and what I want for myself. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's a pat on the back because I, (laughs) I fucking ran for that shit. And what's, isn't that so exciting though to like want to do things that are uncomfortable? It's exciting. And let me tell you, I'm actually, I'm working through it every single day. (laughs) Because Annika is really good at, you know what though, my New Year's resolution for this year, I actually do have one. And we should go over what our New Year's resolution is. I only have one. I want to try my best to embarrass the fuck out of myself as Mm. much as I can as possible. So that way I literally don't ever have that feeling again. Yeah. I love that. I'm over that. I'm so over it. I'm so over it. I love being myself. I (laughs) love being weird. I love being not normal. Yeah. Period. And you know what? Maybe I actually am extremely normal, but it's just like I why I'm not going to conform. I'm not going to do it. Don't do it. Why would you? I'm not going to do it. I never, I don't want to do it. Yeah. That sounds boring and lame and I'm not them. So Yeah, and you're not boring I or mean, lame. 
Thanks. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're not lame or boring. Yeah. So fuck yeah i'm gonna do that with you we're gonna embarrass ourselves we're gonna put ourselves out there when we don't want to and we're just gonna fucking show the world who we are why not there's nothing i know it sounds <laughs> scary but there's nothing i don't see it losing in that in any way no. and in fact i'm gonna say a little thing right now mm-hmm. and some of you will understand and some of you will not but for those who get, <laughs> you it, get, get it, it you get it <laughs> we are stepping in this is my little bonus tip we are stepping in into an era of Aquarius, which happens to mean, okay, that people are really respecting and loving their own individuality. It's a time mm-hmm. in, in people's lives where they're really trying to find the fundamentals of who they are and what makes them spark up inside. And also, this is also a really amazing time to co-create. If mm-hmm. you have a friend or a partner or a business or an idea or a YouTube channel you want to start or a, a OnlyFans you want to do, I don't give a fuck. Start it. Start it. (laughs) Okay? Start it. It doesn't matter because you are going to be successful this year as Mm -hmm. long as you're doing something that lights the fire within you. Yes. And try to do it with somebody else because there's power in numbers. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. I really feel like something really crazy and fantastic and amazing is going to happen for us this year. Yeah. In March. In March. Mark our words. Mark my words. Okay. March. (laughs) We're going to leave you with one final thing. Okay, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a funny story that happened to us. Very quick version. And it's really going to set the tone for this next year. Okay, so for New Year's Eve, we went to Countdown (laughs) in San Bernardino in California. And it was fun, but also a wreck at the same time. Like very hard to explain. Anyway, we decided to leave early. It was raining probably the hardest I've ever seen it rain where we live. Mm -hmm. And we decided we were going to walk all the way back to the car, a mile and a half, maybe even two miles. It was so far away. In rave outfits. In rave outfits, in the fucking pouring rain. It's a flash flood. Yeah, it was a flood. People's cars got flooded that night. We decided to walk all the way back to our car. Mind, Mind you, we did have raincoats on, but they were short little baby raincoats. And we were walking with water up to our ankles in our shoes my hands were in my pockets in puddles in my pockets and my hair was just dripping all over like it was it was (laughs) a metaphor (laughs) it was a metaphor for this year because we were literally marching out of 2022 it was like 11 45 p.m before Mm -hmm. the new year Mm -hmm. and i was sitting there with my head down like trying to avoid the rain like this and then i remember there was a moment in my mind where i lifted my head up because i realized i was like this is exact because my first thought was like of course this is happening to us Mm -hmm. like of course and i realized that 2022 it rained on my ass it rained on (laughs) your ass it rained on us hard And we were just standing in it, okay? We were (laughs) just standing in the rain. And I lifted my head up and I said, you know what? If I'm going to be marching in the fucking rain, I'm going to do it with my head held high. Hell yeah. And so that was a metaphor for 2022. It was a shit show to say the least, but we are so grateful for it nonetheless. And we, it is making us stronger for this next year to come. So I am so fucking hyped up to see what 2023 has in store for us because it's going to be some crazy shit 
Yeah, we literally learned how to dance in the motherfucking rain. Yeah. And it was cool because once we finally were like, okay, you know what? We're in the rain. It was the three of us, me, her, and Jeremiah. And we were like all like linked up in our hands, like marching out, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we like come to the stop and there's this guy selling hot cocoa. Yeah. And we got some hot chocolate. And that was good for five seconds. But then we walked with the hot chocolate and it turned into hot water. <laughs> Almost immediately. Um but yeah, they, they, and we got in the car, shivering cold, saw fireworks on the way home from everywhere mm-hmm. around exactly at 12, and we came home and took a shower and passed the fuck out. Yeah, but it was a metaphor. It was a good end of close of 2020. Yeah, it was very, like, movie-esque. Yeah. You asked me, it was very cinematic. But yeah, I'm excited for this next year. We're going to do some amazing things. We're going to build this platform and yeah. get the Inflow podcast out there and bigger than we ever thought it would be that's happening this year mark my words you so no. yeah all right you guys thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the inflow podcast if you enjoyed this episode give it a thumbs up share it with your mom your friends your friend's mom whoever you want and just <laughs> uh come back next week for our next episode we are kind of playing around with our scheduling or either doing monday or wednesday we'll see which one sticks but yeah we're just flowing with it letting go and letting flow so you will hear from us next week for another very important topic we love you so much we will see you later bye bye Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park